0: Hello, dear friends, and welcome to an episode of Seed. This is a journey during which we cultivate our spiritual seeds that we have forgotten about. But hey, they're still here. So let's nourish them. Today, in this episode, we will be talking and learning about chakras what they are, how they affect our life, and also how to balance them for good health, physical, mental, and spiritual. Chakra is a Sanskrit word, which means wheel. But in this case, it means energy vortex. And there are seven energy vortex In our energetic body. We have a physical body but also an energetic body. Think about the small amount of energy that runs through our nervous system to allow movement, thought, life itself. Then why should we not talk about this energetic body more and learning more about it? So these parts, both the physical and the energetic parts are very well connected and they need to be well connected to function well. In an energetic body, we need the energy to go from down to up. If you see a plant grow from the soil, from the ground, It goes from the ground to up. This is the life energy, which pulls living beings from the ground to up. And chakras are these wheels, energy vortex that allow the vital energy, the kundalini, to go up from the base of our spine to above our head. Chakras, however, are only the wheels that are part of this energetic body. But we have as many as a hundred and eight energy points. The Japamala has a hundred and eight beads. And the idea is that. When you repeat a mantra for 108 times, it's like taking an energetic bath in the mantra, in the positive liberating sounds. So the energy in this energy points flows to the chakras that redirect the energy. But if a chakra does not let the energy go up, some parts of the body and the mind, of course, suffer because there's no good energy flow. Just like thinking about no flow of new oxygen in a room. Every once in a while, it's good practice to just open the window and let the new air come in. So the purpose of learning about chakras and what they do and how they affect our life is to balance these chakras so they do not block the energy from going up. Think about revolving doors. They're great for people to go in and out, but if the revolving door goes too fast, it can become a little difficult to find the right time to just jump in but at the same time if the revolving door goes too slow the people in there are going to take a long time to go forward and go where they need to go and in the same way unbalanced chakras are unbalanced either because they are overworked or weak so this revolving door is going too fast or too slow or also due to the energy not coming up from the lower also unbalanced chakra. So what happens sometimes is that you might have some imbalances in let's say a fifth chakra and it could also be that the fourth chakra is imbalanced, so the energy is not going smoothly up to the fifth. Chakras keep us connected to the physical world, but they can also bring us to the spiritual world. So it is important to balance them wisely for a healthy and happy human experience that also has spiritual awareness, so being connected both to the earth and our physicality and also our spiritual nature. This is essentially the precious human experience on planet earth. Now let's dive deep and talk about our chakras from the first to the seventh. In order to balance them, it is important that we understand how they work. It is important that we understand this very important part of ourselves. So let's get to know ourselves. The Chakra is the first chakra. It is two words that in Sanskrit mean base and root. It is located at the base of our spine, and it's the base, the support for our life. It represents the energy to survive. In this physical world, in this physical reality. It is linked to tribal power, identity, strength, roots, traditions, culture, beliefs, physicality, the sense, the feeling, the awareness of being in a physical body, in a physical world, It is also linked to family, the sense of community. These are all aspects that are part of our survival, how we survive in this physical world. Muladhara chakra is also the place where for many people, the Kundalini, the life energy, lies dormant. But we do not want the kundalini to be here, dormant. We want it to go up. So let's balance this chakra. Let's balance all of our chakras. Muladhara chakra is the red chakra. And the element is the earth, mother earth. Let's meditate on the notion that our physical body comes from the earth. And when we leave this body, it will go back to the earth. Everything that we have will go back to the earth. The sense of this chakra is smell. And it's not a coincidence, because smell is our most ancient of all senses. In relation to our body, the first chakra operates at the level of the legs, our feet, if we're standing without shoes on, the feet, Are usually the first and sometimes only thing that will touch the ground. That's our connection. Those are our roots. Also the large intestine which is responsible for expelling waste. And in terms of this chakra, not only physical waste, let's also let go of all of our attachments. Of all of the things that we don't need in our life anymore. Being light, traveling light, that's a good attitude to stimulate positively this chakra. The adrenal glands are also linked to this chakra, mulatara chakra. When the adrenaline kicks in we enter flight Or fight mode. This is as survival as it gets. This is the nitty-gritty of survival mode. However, in today's society we put our mind and our body under constant stress. That it's not because we're actually in danger. It's more of a chronic condition, a chronic way of using the mind and focusing on situations that stress us but it's not something that we can escape and stress is really bad for this chakra and our overall health. Blood is also connected to this chakra and if you think about the red earth both the blood and the earth are rich in this mineral iron iron delivers oxygen to the cells of our body so it's part of our vital energy, vital force Sexuality on this level is primitive, superficial, quick. It can also become violent. It's this urge to have sex that can become careless like it can be seen in nature. It's sex for procreation because of the survival instinct that this chakra carries with it. The negative energy linked to this chakra is fear. Fear of change, fear of strangers, anything outside our nation, our community, our religion, our family becomes a danger when this chakra is unbalanced. If this chakra is overworked we can experience strong attachment to the land, to our material possessions, to our community, our religion, our nation, our own race. On the other hand, if this chakra is weak, we might experience a feeling of being absent, unable to connect, to the place you live, to the people you live, not being fully aware of your physicality, of your experience. Sort of daydreaming. If this chakra is balanced, however, we feel financial security, we feel emotional stability, we feel physical security, safe where we live, safe everywhere we are. And we are not afraid of strangers. And we recognize strangers just as ourselves. So how to balance this very important chakra? And it's very important that we balance it balance it by traveling, by experiencing other cultures, other ways of living and seeing that people are happy and healthy in other parts of this planet as well. Also, if you can find a moment to just meditate and instead of focusing on the earth, think about the sky. Look at the sky. You can also repeat often these positive affirmations that strengthen the chakra positively. My body is my temporary home. Everywhere I am is my home. Wonderful! Now we move on to the second chakra, svadhistana chakra. Svadisthana means the place of self. And we go from survival now to creative energy. When our basic survival needs are met, we can be creative. We can use our thoughts, our energy to create, both with the mind and with our hands. This is creative energy to enjoy the physical experience on planet Earth, which includes enjoyment of food, of sex and other things that we like. It's particularly linked to physical pleasure. The color of this chakra is orange and the element is water. Water is fluid, flexible. It can fit into every container into every situation, water will find her way through. Similarly, our creativity. If we let it free, let it lose, it can be useful and find a place, a reason to be in every aspect of our life. Water is also connected to our emotions. For example, If strong feelings of joy, excitement, but also sadness come up, they also come with some tearing up. Our emotions, if well balanced, can give us great pleasure. And pleasure is the theme of this chakra. The sense is taste and this chakra covers our genital area which is linked to sexual pleasure. Tantra says that we can use this pleasure to move the energy, the kundalini energy which is at the lower chakras, usually the first three, maybe four, move this energy up to the higher chakras. Sexuality at the level of Svadhisthana chakra is centered around physical pleasure and enjoyment of the senses. The negative emotion of this chakra that pollutes this chakra is guilt guilt of feeling pleasure, of enjoying the physical things of life. If overworked, this chakra can create dependence, sometimes even to the point of sickness, disease. On the other hand, if this chakra is weak, we might feel extreme guilt for feeling pleasure. We avoid pleasures. Anything that can give us pleasure to the body and the mind. This is a chakra that religions pollute with their shaming of pleasure. How do we balance this chakra? It is important to enjoy the pleasures of life. Even Tantra says, enjoy experience your physicality but with awareness, with wisdom so that the energy can go up. So let's enjoy the pleasures of life without guilt but also without overdoing them. And when we think about the pleasures of life without any guilt it can be easier not to overdo them. Sometimes not being able to experience our pleasures fully because even if we do one thing but we feel guilty for it, we're not able to fully be in the moment. We're not able to enjoy it fully and by doing that we always go back for more and more. So let's enjoy it without any guilt and let's think about quality versus quantity These affirmations if repeated often can positively impact svadisthana chakra I want to enjoy I deserve to enjoy I am innocent I Forgive myself. Now we are at our third chakra. Manipura chakra. Manipura means lustrous jewel. It is the chakra of personal power, the power of transformation, self-esteem, our will, I, the ego. It also linked to the power of control, to work. Manipura Chakra is the yellow chakra like the sun and the element is fire. The fire of digestion, but also the fire of healing. Fire is a good way to sanitize many things. So it is a place of health, self-healing. The sense is sight. Manipura Chakra covers our stomach, our small intestine, our liver, pancreas, the spleen. These are all organs that are involved in digestion, absorption and utilization of nutrients. We are not only what we eat, but also what we absorb and utilize. Diabetes is a disease that prevents us to utilize the glucose that we absorb from the food that we eat. For example, this chakra is really important for our health and for our ability to thrive in this physical world. sexuality at this chakra level if it's between two people who do not consider themselves equal in power. One can use their power to control the other. However, if it's between two who consider themselves equals and who respect each other, then it's passionate. It's bright like the sun. There's nothing to hide. The negative emotion is inhibition. And this is also where the internal judge sits. Our constant self criticizing. Let's get rid of it. When there are negative emotions in all three lower chakras, anger is common. It is easy to get angry when we're feeling powerless, afraid, ashamed, inhibited, guilty, in danger. So anger can be an emotion that shows up when our first three chakras are not balanced. If Manipura Chakra is overworked, we have the tendency of judging others and ourselves very harshly, to complain, to experience mood swings, and wanting to dominate, control situations and people. If this chakra is weak, on the other hand, we are too focused about what others think about ourselves. We are afraid of not being accepted. We are afraid of being judged, criticized, of offending others and also we might experience a constant fear of making mistake. This weak chakra tends to make individuals people pleaser. Trying to accommodate everybody but forgetting about our own self. Regardless whether this chakra is overworked or weak, in both cases we experience this internal judge which is ourselves judging others, and ourselves strongly. So it is important to let go of this judge, of this constant internal monologue that is judging. How do we balance this chakra? The key is to transform. Transform positively. Repeat often these positive affirmations. I can transform my thoughts into actions. This is the chakra of doing, the chakra of work. I can transform my emotions into pleasure. I can transform my food into energy. This is the chakra that regulates the stomach, the intestine, the pancreas, the liver. I can transform my work into results. This is the chakra of personal power, of self-esteem, of believing in oneself. This is like saying, I can accomplish anything when I put my mind to it. I can transform mistakes into learning opportunities. Moving on to the fourth chakra, Anahata chakra. Anahata means unhurt. It is the energy vortex of love and compassion, of good relationships with everyone, of friendship. Anahata chakra is the fourth chakra and it's right in the middle. There's three chakras below and three chakras above. This chakra is particularly important to balance well for spiritual advancement. It's a very important revolving door. Like all the other ones, but this is right at the middle. So it's important that we balance it it's often common that people don't go beyond the fourth chakra. Anahata is a green chakra and the element is air. Air is the lightest of all the elements. The earth, the first chakra, is the denser one and you have water and fire and finally air, the lightest one. So you can see that slowly but surely we are going up. The sense is touch. This is the chakra of relationships and through touch, there can be positive and powerful and healing energy exchanges. There's power in hugs, in cuddles, in kisses. When people greet and also after they spent some good time together, they hug, they kiss, they shake hands. This is to intensify what two people just shared. So it better be positive. (laughs) Anahata chakra is at the level of the heart. It is often called the heart chakra at the level of the lungs. It's also the chakra of breathing. The element is air. This chakra is important for Kriya yoga. The yoga of conscious breathing. Learn to breathe well. And again, this chakra is right in the middle and it's very important for spiritual advancement. So let's breathe well. Lots of people are blocked here or at the third chakra. And our lifestyle, our current way of living doesn't really promote good conscious breathing. Sexuality at this level is because of love. Now, sexual, physical relationships happen just for the pleasure of being close being together because of love. However, this chakra expands beyond sexual relationships. It can be just the pleasure of being in the company of the right people. The people that you feel in tune with. Satsanga is the Sanskrit word that means true company. Here sexuality becomes love for everybody beyond physical relationships. The negative emotion that pollutes this chakra is jealousy. It's this false and ill claim that the people you love should love only you and a small other circle of people. Families sometimes do that. Communities do that. Nations do that. So let's be really mindful about our love. Love everybody like you love yourself. This is what Jesus said. But you have to love yourself first. When you love yourself, you will know that your love is more than enough, both for you and everybody else. Although love should not be mistaken for liking everybody. Even if we disagree with somebody else and we don't really like spending time with them, love shows up in the form of compassion. If this chakra is overworked or weak, we might feel two opposites two different states of being, but they're both negative. One is the fear of being alone. And the other one is the fear of being in a relationship. Both come with this feeling of being vulnerable in love with two opposite reactions. Sometimes even being afraid of being cheated on and being unable to forgive. Oftentimes, when people want to describe a negative experience they had on this chakra which entails love, they say, I had a heartbreak. However this chakra, anahata, means unhurt. When you say you have a broken heart, you are forgetting what this chakra truly means. This chakra is strong. This chakra is pure. Love is pure. Let us set free from the expectations that come with our love. Let us love for the pleasure of loving, not for what we might get back. How do we balance this chakra? One way is to simply spend time with people who will not tie you to themselves, but instead they will set you free. Love has to come with freedom otherwise is possessiveness and I encourage you to do the same for others set them free with your love repeat these positive affirmations often to balance this chakra I love myself and I love others I deserve to be loved the people whom I love are also loved by others the people who love me also love others to the fifth chakra, Vishuddha chakra. Vishuddha means very pure, pure like truth. Vishuddha chakra is linked to communication, honesty, truth, music, expression, leadership, and listening. is very important for good communication. It also the chakra of prayer and of mantras. Mantras that purify our mind. This is also the chakra that connects the visible and the invisible. Our thoughts, our emotions are not visible but they enter the physical reality through the spoken word, through the fifth chakra. And our thoughts and our emotion can shape our reality. So this chakra is very important to connect the visible and the invisible. And if done well, we can enjoy the positive effects. When we speak honestly and truthfully, we avoid confusion for ourselves and others. And without confusion, it is easier and much, much, much more simple to listen to others and ourselves. This way, we sharpen our intuition that becomes more and more precise and then we can hear better. The color is blue and the element is Akasha. Akasha means ether and space. It also literally can be translated as to be visible, to appear when the invisible dimension comes to the physical one through the Akasha. So the Akasha connects the infinite dimension that comes to the physical world through the Akasha. So this chakra is our connection. Communication is connection. The sense is listening, and the region of our body is the throat, our vocal cords. Love, which was sexuality up to the third chakra and then transformed into love, is now truth. The pleasure of communication, understanding each other. However, a negative emotion that can pollute this chakra is hypocrisy. When overworked or weak, lying happens. And lying separates the visible, our body, from the mind, the invisible, which can have negative effects, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. Mind and body and spirits which we'll see on the higher chakras have to be connected in harmony. And harmony especially on this chakra level comes with truth. How to balance this chakra? Speak honestly and be honest with yourself. It is impressive how deceitful we can be, even with our own selves. How we can hide things from ourselves. There's things about us that we don't even acknowledge. Let's do that. Let's acknowledge. Let's be honest with ourselves. In a place of truth and honesty, miracles. Can happen. Repeat often this positive affirmation. I am honest with myself and others. It is the energy vortex of the mind. It represents intuition, telepathy, psychic powers, vision, reading energies, seeing energies which are always around us but now we're able to see it. The color is indigo and the element is infinity. Infinity because the mind can go anywhere. It's the body that cannot do that. And when we think too much in terms of our body, it slows down the mind. The mind can go anywhere. So let's bring the energy up and explore these places, these new dimensions. The sense are the mental senses and abilities. And in terms of our body, it is located at the pineal gland. The pineal gland produces melatonin but can also produce DMT. DMT is the so-called spirit molecule because of its very, very intense psychedelic experiences that it gives. DMT is present in all plants and animals in different quantities of course. And if this chakra is polluted We don't produce it, but it's something that we can make ourselves without needing external help which can be dangerous. Love at this chakra level is telepathy. No more need for verbal communication and understanding being in the infinite, living in accordance with our intuition, seeing and communicating with other dimensions. The negative emotion, however, of this chakra, if it's polluted, it's confusion. When this chakra is overworked or weak, we might experience dogma, This necessity, this need of feeling right or wrong, everything has to be either right or wrong. A confused mind thinks this way and the confused mind is also unable to connect to its own intuition. So how to balance this chakra, Ajna Chakra? Just like Agna Chakra means beyond wisdom, let's be wise. Let's simplify our lives. There's no need to fill our minds with constant noise, distractions, things to do. Let's be okay with not doing anything for a while, but just being in silence. Let's meditate. And most importantly, I also recommend to learn to control your mind. It is here to serve you, not to control you. Yogananda said that controlling the mind is the hardest thing to do. It will take patience, concentration, dedication, commitment. But the mind is here to serve us. How often we are unable to stop thinking something. How often we just let our thoughts direct us instead of us directing our thoughts. It's really important to control the mind because the mind, our thoughts shape our reality. You can repeat the sound OM, the sound of the universe. often. As you repeat it, you learn to become one with it. We have arrived to the seventh chakra, the seventh heaven. Sahasrara chakra Sahasrara means a thousand petals the lotus flower which is the symbol of consciousness When we reach Sahasrara chakra when our energy reaches the seventh heaven that's where the union of female and male happens. That's where the union of female and male happens. The two hemisphere in our brain, the rational male and creative female. We have both male and female within us. Our physicality might not show it, therefore it can be limiting if we focus on that only. However, within ourselves, our brain even has both male and female and the union of female and male creates harmony, creates bliss, creates beatitude. This is the chakra of multidimensionality, of spirituality, of union with God, God as the Absolute, the consciousness that permeates the whole universe, Brahman, it is the chakra of Samadhi the meditative union with the absolute the chakra of beatitude and the chakra of liberation liberation from samsara maha samadhi it means exiting the repeated cycle of birth death and rebirth joining the spiritual universe. It is the violet chakra or white chakra. White is very significant because it is all the colors together. It's pure energy and the element is eternity. Being aware of Being an eternal spirit, living in a temporary physical body. The sense is consciousness, Brahman, our nature, our true nature. At the level of the body, it covers the brain, the two hemispheres, male and female. Love at this chakra level, sahasrara, is enlightenment. The feeling of being one with the whole universe. It's when the small unit and the big unit are the same. It's when body, mind and soul are in harmony. The Temple of Apollo in Delphi had this quote Know thyself and thou shalt know the universe and God This is based on the principle that you and I, all of us, the small unit, are like the big unit. And if we know ourselves, we will know the entire universe. We will know God. Sahasrara is the chakra of the Nirvana state. Nirvana means beyond the forest. The forest as the mind, the sixth chakra. So when we conquer The mind, we control the mind and are able to overcome it, go beyond it. Nirvana state, bliss, enlightenment. If this chakra is unbalanced, we may experience alienation, isolation on the energy level, not just physical. Energetic isolation. We may forget our true nature. And also, we might forget our true nature, which resides in the spiritual world. So, how do we balance this beautiful Sahasrara chakra, the chakra of enlightenment? by repeating and reminding ourselves that we are eternal spirits. Everything will pass but you, but me, but all of us. Repeat this mantra consciously. Uh Aham Brahmasmi This means I am the divine the eternal consciousness that thing that permeates the whole universe The small is the big We have arrived at the end of this beautiful journey to discover our chakras. I am really grateful for each of you who decided to participate, who decided to start this journey of self-discovery. My name is Federica. You listened to an episode of Seed, this beautiful, fun, and joyful journey to reawaken our spirituality, to cultivate our spiritual seeds. I wish you many self-realization, in the minutes to come, in the hours to come, in the days to come. Thank you for listening. Om Shanti Peace